This is the WASD and Beyond Podcast. Why'd you have to do that before we started? <laughs> I'm recording. Right, there we go. This, hello. this is staying in the episode. I don't care. That's fine. Before we started, Evan went, Geet! Geet! and it, it, it threw off my entire rhythm. Yes, that was my point, and it worked. So I'm it happy works. about that. A- anyways, let's start this right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WASD and Beyond podcast. What a cool week it's been. Resident Evil Village came out, which... That's what we're talking about today. It's been out for a minute, but yeah. Yeah. It's been out for two weeks almost, actually. Two weeks. And we both, well, Evan and myself, which obviously I'm accompanied by the newly shaven, (laughs) newly having a haircut, Evan Nozakowski. You know Uh, what was really funny about Young Boy? The second reason why I got the the haircut and I I shaved is because yesterday when we recorded the hotfix, you said. Uh, I'm here with the goatee having long haired uh, Patrick Bateman uh, copy or whatever. And I was like, oh man, this, I was like, man, this guy doesn't know that I'm going to change it all up tomorrow. I'm going to throw everybody off. And- you threw me off before we started recording for sure. I, I, you were like, I can't come to your wedding. And I'm like, dude, that's like one more asshole who I have to like worry about now. Yeah. <laughs> like and, I have to worry about one more of you motherfuckers. I was, trying, like- I was walking around before I came back while I was getting my drink and I was going, what could I say that would like, you know, just fuck with him before I turn on my camera. And that was like, that's what came to mind is I was like, you know, I should tell him like, I can't come to his wedding because you have a no child policy. Which we do. And I look like a child. Uh, I look pretty young. Um, Are we assholes for that? For not having, for having a no child policy? Yeah. No, I prefer, I prefer that you do because guess what? All the weddings I've been to since I've been, you know, in this world was when I was a kid and I hated all of them. The only, I think the only one I liked was because I could go to the bar and I could tell, uh, the bartender to make me a uh, cherry Coke. And then I'd watch him mix grenadine with Coke. And I was like, that's the coolest shit I've ever seen. Right. <laughs> Other than that, I didn't care for any of them. It was, and I, I've stood, you know, what's funny is I've stood up in weddings and I, I just, I thought to myself, I was like, I'm standing up. The first wedding I'm standing up at is, is Nick's. And then my mom goes, no, you stood up at a couple, like as a kid. And I was like, what? And she goes, yeah, you stood up at like Steven and Carrie's wedding. And then you stood up at this wedding. And I was like, I've, I've just been born to do what? This. I, yeah, I guess, I, yeah. I, I guess I, you're I was just young. the one. I, you're I was, the Highlander, I was young, dude. So I don't remember. Um, I was like, thank God, though, that I'm just standing and I don't have to give any sort of speeches. And my mom you, was you like, you got to do none of that. My mom talked my dad up, though, because my dad's been the best man plenty of times. So he's it's always. Big deal. No shit. He comes up with a really good speeches. And I was like, I was like, I could probably come up with something pretty good, too. And she goes, yeah, you are his son. And I was like, well, he and I watch the same television, and I think we both steal a bit of our writing from that. Aaron Sorkin. We steal. I, yeah. Come on. Like, I, I steal lines all the time. 
I steal them in regular conversation, and I'm so glad that nobody watches those shows because nobody picks them up. Yeah, everyone's like, wow, that was amazing. I can't believe Evan just did that. And you're like, oh, that, that was deep. And it's like, yeah, it was 100% me. I did not. Wiping the, wipe, wiping the sweat from your brow. Go, yeah, some I, bitch. I don't know what you're talking about. Never stole it from anybody. Um, no, yeah. I mean, we're, I'm excited to be on this episode as I am on every episode. I don't know why I started that. I've screwed up my sentence structure. Um, <laughs> however,. I'm excited to be talking about Resident Evil, especially Village uh, today. I think that'll be a lot of fun for both of us. You just finished it. Was yes. it Sunday, Monday? Uh, I finished it on Sunday. Okay. Um, I finished it. Uh, when did I finish it at? I finished it, I think, Sunday of last no, week. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. You finished it last week. I finished it Sunday of this week. Yeah, it took me a while. It took me a little bit longer to get through it. Um, but, I mean, relatively for both of us, pretty short game time only 10 hours or 10 hours almost 11 for you i think 11 for me but that's well you took your time on a lot you tried to make every place i tried to find which i still didn't that's i didn't even find everything um so that's a bummer definitely uh i was not i am not as thorough as nick i went i wanted to get like most treasures and most uh like little collectible items mm-hmm. but i i was not a person to go and like if i were to go back into the village say and see a room that had a lockpick symbol on it i would not go back to lockpick it just to get like some and i would flu. and like, i would like i was not in that sort of mindset where it's like i gotta collect everything i was like let me get the sh- interesting shit yeah, and that's yeah. What I'll, um yeah. but well, we can talk more about that yeah, in later se- further into the segments how has your week been my friend other than obviously getting this dope ass because the haircut looked good you look like draper i I tried to i've actually uh so this is not a plug i don't even know uh i went to fantastic sam's uh just because i i could have gone to floyd's but i was like i don't want to i don't want my barber to 30 bucks i don't want to spend 30 bucks i don't want my barber to talk to me i want to be left alone i want you to just cut my hair and and leave me alone and and uh, be done with it um it was weird because so I had long hair and a lot of it fell down around my ears. And yeah. so he asked me to pull the little strap on my mask off. I was like, sure, whatever. And I did that. And then I was just like, she's going to do it to the other ear. So I just took my mask off and I just, you know, she wasn't, I don't, I don't even, I think she was wearing hers. I can't even remember at this point. Um, but it was, it was kind of freeing almost to be in that position and just be like, well, she was older and I assumed that she had gotten her hair or, or her haircut. <laughs> I assumed that she had gotten her vaccinations. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, everybody that was in fan. She was the only barber at the time. She was the only stylist. So there's one lady working in, in the store and at a, ch- at a chain barber. That's yeah. Crazy. It was, I think maybe they're on a lunch. I don't know. But the guy who went in before me and was doing it, he was older using a cane old. So like he absolutely had his shots. I don't think there's any way he didn't because he looked like he it just depends know. on the type. We don't need to go there. Right, right. No, I know what you're yeah. saying. But I, I didn't feel uncomfortable and I felt I felt like safe in the sense where yeah. it, it definitely yeah. felt odd because it's like I always wear my mask everywhere I go. But now it's like technically I according to literally our CDC, CDC. I don't have to. And right. I mean, granted, I wear my mask everywhere I have to go. Like if I'm going in grocery stores, any place majorly public like that, I'll wear one. But yeah. um I felt fine being in that in that sort of position, and I, I loved it. I felt freeing. It was like, yes, I'm getting a haircut. I'm doing something normal, and I feel normal. I'm not wearing a mask. Right, you know? right. And it was it was really cool. Um, 
other than that, man, I mean, I've just been uh, chilling, like uh, trying to go on more walks. It's beautiful out. Um, trying to clear out the garage so we can take the top and the doors, probably just the top for now, the top off. The nice, door. nice. Uh, driving around. I, I want to get it uh, taken off before I uh, head over to see you this weekend. Um, Hell yeah, dude. It'll be a good time. All, I'm going to get it all cleaned up and stuff and, and then whatnot. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just been real chill. I have a nice little bit of summer coming up because I don't have classes. And I told my mom that today where I was like, I don't have class because I couldn't get any locked in and they didn't seem to have a lot of the ones I needed. And she was like, that's okay. Like, she's like, it feels odd for you probably. And I was like, yeah, cause I'd like to be doing something other than just sitting around. But like, that's what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to fill my time with reading or doing old people things like reading or uh, taking a walk yeah. <laughs> or, you know, doing something like uh, just, you know, different than sitting at my computer. Also, because I'm in the sunroom and it's hot as hell. So, yeah, I, get I don't, don't want to be in here that much unless it's like, you know, I'm walking around. I'm getting some breeze in me. I yeah. Mean, we have a, <laughs> yeah. We have a nice air conditioner in here. So it's definitely it definitely helps. It keeps it actually keeps shit quite cool. I'm right. Lie, I'm impressed with it. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, relaxing. Been playing a lot of Mass Effect Legendary Edition. I cannot really, wait to get my hands on that really enjoying it's a lot of fun uh although i will say that i think i'm different than a lot of the people in our discord where i'll say like i am certainly taking my time you should be it's a it's an open world game rpg RPG. like you know you want to kind of i want to experience this world like that this universe that that's been created because it's so good mass effect 2 is my favorite one so like i'm just trying to really enjoy i'm not trying to go through and do every single side quest but i am trying to go through and do the the major assignments that pop up on my map when i'm yeah. looking around go so like if they say investigate this area recover this operative i'll go do those things but like if i look at my assignments and it's like help uh the the quarian find uh, help the quarian and the uh i don't remember the other the other race they're the short ones that have to wear the biomechanical suits the oh Volus, yeah the yeah it was like there's that scene in the second game where like the volus a accuses that quarian of stealing her, like his credit shit and it's like i'm not going back to the citadel to look for a credit shit like <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm far too busy i got bigger fish to frag however i will say i was not busy enough to run to every store in the citadel and say i'm commander shepherd this is my favorite store in the citadel <laughs> <laughs> i went through and did that shit like the first thing i could do other than do you, get, do you get an achievement for that i don't know if you i didn't get an achievement i didn't see if i got one but uh i certainly enjoy getting those discounts yeah, absolutely. Fuck yeah. I love getting those. And, I, you know, uh, for anyone that might be curious, I go full Paragon because I'm a good guy. And uh, Commander Shepard is supposed to represent the best that humanity has to offer. So it That's what I would fits. think, yeah. It only fits lore-wise that he is the best that, you know, he's the nicest, you know, do the job sort of guy. Yeah, However, Elliot. I, yeah, Elliot. Also, uh, going back to that real quick, uh, Elliot, Mass Effect would make a great TV series. Don't at me on this. We can fight Henry, about it. Henry Cavill is... Uh has teased that's that right we saw happening. that uh, we said there's a script right i think he was reading a mass effect script while on set for witcher 3 or for the witcher series elliot i think it's just gonna happen so you might as well just shut your mouth yeah um, and henry cavill as shepherd would look i'm cool with it i think that'd be weird not not him playing it but i think it'd be weird just because of his commitments to witcher i mean look at it look at commander shepherd it, it could get weird because is he now typecast as video game guy I don't think he'd necessarily mind that because he loves video games. Well, he's a big uh, nerd. He, he plays 40K like all day. Henry Cavill, you want to come on the show? <laughs> I, don't say that. 
<laughs> I would freak the fuck out, dude. Would, but then my be fiance would be like, Henry Cavill, huh? Yeah. Uh, she'd leave me for Henry Cavill. Which is totally, <laughs> I get that, because Superman and Geralt. Yeah. I stand no chance. Shepherd. Like, he is, yeah. So, like, not only is he those characters, but, like, the love-making ability he probably has. <laughs> you just said that out loud. <laughs> That's fine. She's She probably heard that. She's like, true. Uh, yeah, um, I'm not able to do what he could do. What I what, what I meant <laughs> yes. what I meant was, uh, I think it'd just be weird because you you I envision him as like so perfectly as Geralt, and Geralt's got orange eyes and yeah. like beautiful white hair. And then it's like if they were to make him as Commander Shepard, as in the Commander Shepard we see in all the promos, bald, <laughs> yeah. buzz cut. He's got the no, scar. No, no, not like, bald. I don't think they would do him. Well, he wouldn't be bald, like but he's that. got a buzz cut. He's got like it'd know. be like a military. Uh, if they gave him a high and tight, or yeah. like a, like a nice like fade with like a nice. Yeah, I mean, like I I don't think I mean that's the one thing I guess maybe I can see where people are going to argue and they're going to go well like this Mass Effect is an RPG game so like you know how are you going to determine if Commander Shepard is good or bad and it's like well by choices they make through the season. Well, it's like it's also like Bioware Bioware didn't make the games in a way of like. Commander Shepard is is like just like doesn't Fable. have a certain lore to it. Like, yeah, yeah, he there's there's a there's a canonical way of him going about things and like how the games progress. Like, yeah, I, I saw today for the final mission that you know so, eh, whatever it's stupid, but like basically Fallout's so, getting an Amazon series. Well, yeah, what I meant for like so... that was like like in Mass Effect Two, there are certain things in the end mission where even if you send a person that isn't loyal depending on who that person is, they might, they still won't die at that part where any other no. character would. Right. So like that, that, that proves that like they had, there was a like linear canon ending that you could just change. Yeah. It's like, you know, I, my personal goal for, for the summer is to get through every Mass Effect game, highest Paragon and everybody. Save loyal. everybody. Yeah. Like yeah. that's my, that's my goal for two right now is get everybody loyal. And, uh, you know, make sure everybody is uh, alive at the end of it. Just so I can bang all of them. <laughs> all of them. There's yes. an ulterior motive to everything I do in that game. Which I think it makes sucks. my shepherd an anti-hero. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a bit of an anti-hero. I try to make him be uh, one. But uh, that's enough about me and, like, what I've been up to. What have you been up to, dear old Nick? Old <laughs> Nick, yes. Old that Nick. sucks. Fuck yourself. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I've been uh, hanging out with my fiance and the little guy. Um, we built a fire pit today in the backyard. It actually turned out quite nice. nice. Uh, I've been setting up the garage, as uh, Evan knows, and everybody over here knows. I have created a bar in my garage, and my garage was a shithole, and now it's like the hangout. So I'm stoked on that. That's the spot. It, dude, it, I got... My fridge is just stocked of beer. I got whiskey up the ass right now, kind of. Like, I'm just trying to get more alcohol and like things. Like, I need more vodka. I need more gin. I need gin itself. I need bourbon. I need uh, cognac, and I need rum. I want to get at least like one of each. You want to get something that you can use to to make things to mix. Yeah, it's cheap shit, and then I want the good shit that I like. That you drink straight. Yeah, that I drink straight. You know. Um, that's what I've been doing on that front, video game wise. Uh, yeah, I've had a lot of time for stuff. I mean, when you've been in here, you've been playing Resident Evil. Resident Evil, yeah. Uh, or we, we we literally record, so like I'll play video games on my own time, 
away from Evan or anyone else just so I can get through it and enjoy it. But I mean, Evan watched me play good portions of Resident Evil. But um, if I'm, you know, I, I was playing Pokemon Snap. I, I'm a weeb, I guess, but it was fun. I had a good fucking time with it. Like, whatever. Um, I was excited for Modok. <laughs> oh, yeah, we were talking about that yesterday. And then I tried watching it. So the see our episodes go and they go they go together. I tried watching it last night and I got cucked by Hulu because oh, really? I thought, yeah, because oh, yeah, I thought it's it not came, out yet. It's not out yet. It comes out on the twentieth. Yeah, you kind of did get. Uh, like I fucking it. yeah, I got fucking screwed, man. So like that happens. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, we brought the CDC. That happened obviously since we've been recording. They announced that you don't need to wear masks, and I. Don't mind throwing politics into the show. Um, Evan and I don't mind. Matt might. But I really don't. I'm not stoked the CDC came out and said that. Yeah. Because I, th- I think it's going to give a lot of assholes who don't want to get vaccinated, which if that's something you don't want to do and you're nervous, I totally understand. But if you didn't get vaxxed, do not go out in public and say you are. Yeah, don't lie about the, it. Then you're being a fucking piece of shit. So don't do that. So, like, that's my concern. I would love to go back to, like, Detroit City Football Club matches. DCF, which I'm wearing a jersey right now. Got to represent the boys at all costs. Northern Guard, baby. Um, I would love to go to matches again and not have to wear a mask. Right. I would love to go to a bar with you and not wear a mask or have to worry about some piece of shit near us coming up to us without a mask on. Like, I would like that a lot. Or, like just to go anywhere with my friends but like i i don't trust anybody now so whatever i just want to throw my two cents in about that i know people might not agree with it and that's fine we still love you if you're a law-abiding citizen who's not lying we love you if you're lying you can go fuck yourself well yeah it's it's my that's my week i've been playing pokemon snap resident evil he's been yelling at people on twitter (laughs) have i i I don't know i've bitched about you know, Lady Dimitrescu's name, but that's about you it. You have bitched about that near constantly. It is quite funny. I don't. I, we're about to go into the ep- We're about to go into Resident Evil, anyways. I don't want a bitch, but it's incorrect. Well, yeah, well, it's incorrect to you, but it's in incorrect the, in in the game. Game wise, it's correct, but how it's spelled and how it's actually pronounced in Romania, it's incorrect. Yes. Right. So, like, I understand i didn't create the game but you yes you certainly didn't i did not i don't have i i have a i have an imagination but it's not that vivid oh no i mean it's it's well it's also just it's not even about you but it's just like the fact that they had the the foresight to make it the way they made it and like you know create the, things the story which they created we're about to tackle yeah we're about to get right into it let's get right into the news let's get right into it oh don't do that i fucking hate that elf Gnome, he's a gnome. Gnome, piece of shit, Kim Star. Nobody likes him. No, he's a dickhead. Shut up, yes. Kim. So, yeah, Killer Keem. Killer Keem Star. Let's get right into the news. Yeah, that was a um, good one. That was not bad. No, no, that wasn't. I don't think so. But yeah, stop let's it. hit it. <laughs> let's fucking hit it. Just stop it. Um, stop it. No one wants it. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna we're gonna. This is all. I mean, have you said it already? This is spoilers. Spoiler uh, it's 
we did good this time, guys. We, we from the get go, from the get go. Yeah, we're not very bright, but uh, you know, we mean well, and I think that's what's important. Um, but no, this is a spoiler filled episode. We'll be talking about the game from the start to finish. Uh, I'll kind of be going through what we do specifically as time goes on uh, yeah. in the story, and I'll be walking us through. And then uh, when we get to major sort of uh, parts, I will be saying something. Uh, or uh, Nick and I will be discussing what's going on. Yeah. So uh, the game starts with us, you know, in a new place, new home uh, with a somewhat of a family. We have uh, Ethan Winters, our protagonist from seven, uh, Mia Winters, who you save at the end of seven. Uh, and then uh, new addition, Rose, Rosemary Winters. Which is funny because Rosemary's baby type yeah, shit. Yeah, I think it's kind of... I'm curious to see if it's got something else to do with it. But uh, yeah, 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 no, it's pretty nice to think about. Like, just as kind of like a nod to classic stuff. Oh, um, fuck yeah. We see them at a at a new home, new, new location, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and it's kind of revealed through clues that you can pick up along uh, your little walk around the house while you take Rose to sleep. Um, that... You were given military training by the BSAA, Which and uh, Chris obviously relocated you guys and kept you safe. Chris Redfield is the one who saves you at the end of Seven after you've killed the Evelyn, the uh, mold monster, the bioweapon that was created by a criminal group called the uh, the Collective, I think, or something I like believe. that. Search of the Sea. Search of the Sea. Um, anyways... Uh, Ethan wants to talk to Mia about what happened in Louisiana in the events of seven about, uh, with the Baker family and whatnot. And Mia keeps trying to turn him down and tell him no. Um, as they're about to eat dinner, uh, a shot comes through the window, hits Mia in the shoulder. So and, sweet. And then she gets lit the hell up, uh, by the hound wolf squad, which is Chris Redfield's team. Uh, then, you know, it's all kind of what happens. Ethan hides under a table. Chris Redfield, the mountain himself, uh, you know, tosses the he's table. Jacked. He's he's big. Like he's 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 kind of a twig almost. He's he's like kind of built in seven. And then in eight, he's just like, I can just crush you with one hand. Like he's built. people are bitching about that, by the way. Why? They're saying continuity. It's three years. It's three years. You guys don't know how the, you know, guaranteed all those people who are bitching never lifted a weight in their life. <laughs> like That's- Dude. And I, that's coming for me, and I don't. Uh, but um, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Exo from uh, Crossroads would be like, "Hell yeah, yeah, <laughs> He'd be like, yeah, yeah sure. buddy, yeah. yeah, he's a big boy." Um, anyways, uh, anyways, uh, what happens? Mia dies, and Chris uh, takes Rose and and Ethan, puts them in the back of a van, and they're transporting them somewhere. When uh, the van crashes. Everyone ends up dead. Rose is missing, and Ethan is the only one left alive. Uh, we take a little bit of a walk through a, a very scary forest, complete with oh, uh, yeah. dead birds and one alive bird for a jump scare. And, oh, yeah, what did you want to say? That was one of the dopest things I think I've ever seen, though, was, yeah, was the bird cool. trap. It's a trap. Like, it's it's literally, so it alarms. Like, so, like. Yeah, you go you go through and again, guys, like if you haven't played or you don't want to play or what, if you intend on playing the game, stop listening. I haven't spoiled anything other than what we've seen in the trailer so far. So, yeah, we're going to be getting into more stuff soon. Me like super into it. But like, dude, like the way they set those traps, like dead bird, dead bird, crows, dead crow, dead crow, dead crow. 
one alive and you you barely get to like if you, once you've gone through it you'll know it's there yeah but like if you haven't you don't and then just like boom this yeah. thing goes fucking wiggity on you it's 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 insane it was, yep. i thought that trap was sweet like i i literally was like that's that is a good jump scare that's a good way to do a jump scare in my opinion so yeah sorry to interject like that no you're good um i think that it's uh i think so we're we we got through that little uh trap and then obviously there are, so or not obviously i haven't explained it um but there are people walking <laughs> uh you know monsters kind of is it's a lot more shuffling there's a little bit of growls and stuff like that that we hear uh walking around we come to a uh cabin in the woods where we look through we kind of look around to find stuff um maybe some medical supplies because Ethan injures his hand uh, on some barbed wire, um, which is not at all important, but um, doesn't really find not. anything comes back up after he hears a whole bunch of ruckus upstairs comes up. The entire room is trashed things knocked over. Uh, it's now light outside, which I thought was odd because when you're walking through the little forest, I mean, this can be because it's in Eastern Europe and it's just, you know, that's how it is. It's obviously like winter. So like uh, winters, uh-huh. It could just be, be and, it could be because the of how the atmosphere of the village well, is. You can itself. see there's mountains like yeah. like around the village, so like that wouldn't be surprising. But it's complete. It's pitch black, like it's two in the morning when you're walking through this place, and then when you come out, it's daylight. Like, well, who knows how long your like time is going? Because like you as the, the player are going through it so fast, but again, like in Ethan world in Resident Evil time, yeah, it could be a couple hours of you really searching that house yeah um, i get it but yeah yeah i i it just it feels weird if you rush through that part but uh mm-hmm. we come upon the village village is quiet deserted it's uh very spooky upon gorgeous for the first time. it's beautiful um you see the castle in the distance uh and then you see the village itself um walking through the village uh there's obviously very weird things like a dead horse that is there you walk into a house you come out the dead horse is being dragged away by something you can't see um walking through uh the village a bit more you find uh goat heads hanging from tree branches uh so obviously deserted uh of devoid of any people any uh, humans whatsoever uh clearly just like a, a, a very terrible place to be at at the time um you kind of walk through you come upon a house find a knife to break open some boxes uh then you walk in you meet your first human who almost blows your head clean off um, <laughs> gives you your gun there's shuffling around uh, above you and he gets grabbed through the uh ceiling hilarious blood starts pouring down he's obviously dead and then you get pulled under under the house where there are tons of dead bodies uh looking through a couple of them you don't see much you just find out that obviously all these people are dead and then you get attacked by a lichen for the first time and ethan's two fingers on his left hand get ripped off uh bitten off to uh, his pinky and his ring, and then a little bit of like the side of his hand as well. All gets uh, yeah. torn off. And then you kill the lichen. Funny enough, I'd like to point out that uh, that makes eight fingers. Um, the, the, the number yeah. of the game. Basically. Yeah, but, Jesus Christ. Um, I don't think that necessarily was something they, that was intended. I think that was more of just they didn't want to make it completely stupid by like having half of his hand gone. Yeah, but, um, it wouldn't have worked like that. Kill the lichen, move through a bit. You find there are a lot more watching you, uh, which is really cool. I really like that about the lichens is they kind of just stand on the they, – they sit on the rooftops and they just watch you. And yeah. And they start to move to get ready to attack. 
um, come upon a, a really nice looking shotgun, get some supplies, and then you have to survive an attack for a little bit. And in the process, you get attacked by a bunch of lichens and one really big lichen with an awesome looking hammer. Uh, yeah. And then the bells of the castle ring and all of them leave. All of them. Or actually, I think it might have been the stronghold. I don't know. We'll get to that later. But uh, yeah. bells ring. All of them leave like it's dinner time. Like that's they got to go. They can't wait. Um, and then you kind of get your real first introduction to another human who's not dead, which is an old woman who, if you play the demos, you've seen her before. Uh, yeah, the hag. She, she recites like some sort of prayer to Mother Miranda, um, which has been kind of uh, referenced here and there. But we don't know who she is other than she's some obviously very important figure. Uh, going through the rest of it, we find uh, more things to look at. We can kind of explore a little small section of the village that includes one house and uh, a church, sort of. Uh, and I'd like to take a moment and uh, just admire, one, the beauty of the place, and I love the little throwbacks to four with the crystal fragments that you can see glimmering that you can then shoot and pick up to sell for coin. Yeah. Um, anyways, moving on through there, you find you know things to read about and like, uh, pay attention to. Uh, move through another area, move through a little bit of like uh, some wheat fields or whatever, kill a couple more lichens, come upon Louisa and her father, who are two other uh, villagers, and uh, her father's hurt, and they need to get into the house that they're next to, but they can't because the gate is locked. So being the hero that you are, you go in, <laughs> you unlock the gate, you get them inside, and you meet up with the rest of the townspeople, which is not many. I think there's probably a total of, like, eight. There's maybe. a handful. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, I think, a couple. Yeah. Also, the old lady, I think... She kind of reminds me of like a Baba Yaga type. Yeah, I think that's that's kind of how she came off to me. I think she might be the Baba Yaga, but like there's some big thing that happens later on. Obviously, that's explained. But yeah, but there's a. I think it kind of fits the moment for who she is. Um, yeah. While talking about it, there's a lot of people that are trying to figure out what to do. Uh, clearly, these people have no idea what to do, and they're not going to get to do anything because Louise's father has been bitten and. Regardless of what that does, I'm not entirely sure, uh, other than turn him into some sort of uh, human-like and hybrid. He doesn't turn into a boss, but uh, he kills everyone in that room within, like, 30 seconds, except for yeah, Louisa. Yeah, it's, it's, it's quick. You almost kill him, and then Louisa shoots him with a shotgun. And uh, in the process of him killing everybody, he knocked over a lamp, which sets the house on fire. Yep. Uh, you find an old car in the garage, Ethan being a smart guy decides that he's going to try and ram through two walls with this old beaten up jalopy. I thought that um, was so fucking funny. He gets through one and then he crashes it into the second one because it's brick and he can't get through it. Um, the physics on the way the car moved was a bit wonky. I wonder, I'm not trying to nitpick. It was just funny looking. Uh, yeah, I'm curious as to why they thought it would work that way, I guess. Um, it was just fucking funny looking. I was like, what the but the, the fire has been spreading this entire time you try to get out. So you and uh, Louisa try to get out. You've made sort of a makeshift staircase for you to get up to the roof so you can escape. Uh, in the process of doing that, uh, Louisa's father is not dead and is calling out her name, which, uh, as we know in all scary movies, television, and um, uh, you know, video games, leave them behind. Yeah, that's the that's the number one way to get uh, someone who cares about you to come back for you, even though they know that you're clearly not a person anymore and yeah. will face certain death. Which is exactly what Louisa does. She sees the burning fire hell pit below her, sees her father standing right next to it, and decides, I'm not going to leave yet. And then as Ethan goes to grab her hand, the wood they're standing on snaps, and she falls. Ethan lives. You know what I was shocked about? What? 
and I, it's not really a spoiler, but you know, I for some reason because the game was kind of hyper focusing on her for a minute, yeah, I was like, okay, she's not dead. Yeah. No, bitch is dead. No, yeah, she's gone. That's it. She she falls into the fire, burns, and dies. Yeah. I I was expecting more for some reason. Mm-hmm. I was like, there's no way that. There's no way. Nope, she's gone. That's it. Yeah. Shocked me. I was like, okay. All right. I guess everyone's expendable in this game. Which is exactly what uh, happens. I mean, like, she just gets cut off. And Ethan says in his little journal, which you can read, there's kind of a nice little thing that games have been doing. Uh, basically, he um, he goes, everybody's dead. Like, he is the only one left in the village already. He knows yeah. that. It's not a bit. It's not a big village. I'd like to point that out. It's not like it's a very like expansive uh, home or town. Almost, it's very very small, and there's very little people that are already there. It looks like it would have been thriving back in its heyday, but it's not anymore. Um, right. He gets out finally. He finds the old woman again, who's just repeating the same uh, prayer. And we also do see uh, an old guy who's in the house who left to watch the perimeter. Uh, he gets his head crushed by Mother Miranda. We don't see her because she walks right into the uh, wheat field as she does it. She's already standing in there as she does it. So we only see her in her little, her like garb, whatever, like sort of uh, stuff it is. And yeah. we move on. And in the process of this, you were completing a puzzle, which gave you two crests. You put those crests in to open up a door and that door leads to the castle. Um we finally get in there. We're walking through this little uh, like underground area. We go to open a door to get in. And in the process of doing that, we are met by Heisenberg, who is another main antagonist of the game who can apparently control metal with his uh, mind. And um, he stabs you in the chest with a trident or some sort of sharp object and then covers you in metal and then chains you up and drags you to this little meeting that they're having, which is with the four lords of the village. Uh, the four lords being, and then Mother Miranda at the head, obviously. Mother Miranda yeah. is the leader, and the four people we meet are, uh, and I'm going to use her name in the way uh, it is pronounced in the game by herself, uh, Lady yeah. uh, Um I think Salvatore Moreau, and then Donna Beneviento, and then Carl Heisenberg. Um each with their own sort of unique personalities. Uh, Donna herself does not speak. However, her doll does. Um, I think her doll's name is Angie. Angie is uh, very annoying to listen to because of her high pitched oh, yeah. voice. And Moreau is just an idiot. Nicest way to put it. Um, they, are dis- they are discussing what to do with Ethan. Um, there's a bit of an argument Carl says that he'll put on a show that everybody can enjoy. And yeah. uh, Lady Domitress says, what do we, uh, so gauche, what do we care for bread and circuses? Which I found hilarious because I was like, <laughs> you grew up in Eastern Europe and you've lived here for how many years? Please don't pretend like you know what any of this is. Literally like, Romania. Yeah. Like, I just thought it was kind of, it was just like, of course, I, I, when I, when that happened and I heard her say that, I was like, of course you'd say that. Of course you'd say that. Like with That's totally something an Eastern European woman would like, I'm above you. Yeah. It's like, it, I just found it to be funny. Um, uh, Mother Miranda gives uh, Heisenberg the 
sort of uh, room essentially where he says where she says you can do what you want you know it, yeah mu- you know heisenberg will deal with the man thing and that's what happens he gives ethan a countdown ethan runs away from all the lichens he gets out of his binds through a bunch of little like cool uh like torture like traps really interesting yeah. i really like the look of those and then we escape and we get into the castle the castle has to get out of it there are uh other than going back the way we came, which leads nowhere. Oh, I, I should uh, be fair to point out that we meet the Duke, uh, our, our friendly little merchant. Um, yeah, he's a cool guy. I shouldn't say little. He's not little. He's very, very large. Um, nice big boy. You can sell things to him. You can buy supplies, and you can upgrade your weapons. And later in the game, you can uh, also cook food, which give you permanent health buffs, uh, some that are decent and then others that are greater in stature. Um, moving on from there. We get into the village, or sorry, we get into the castle. There are four crests, uh, four like um, masks that mean certain things. So there, there's a mask of pleasure, a mask of joy, a mask of sorrow. misery, and a mask of, or yeah, sorrow and a mask of rage. You have to find all those to escape. Um, and in the process, you meet uh, Lady Domatress and her three daughters, Bella, Cassandra, and I do not remember the other one's name. I will look it up right now. Um, and they drag you in to uh, meet their mother. Uh, saying they found fresh prey. Obviously, Lady Domitrescu already knows who you are. So she's just kind of like, oh, you escaped my brother's idiot games. Find them. We'll have fun with you. Uh, right. Very flirtatious. Um I don't know how I feel about that because uh, it's very do- sexual the way very, all three of them sexual. talk. Uh, yeah. Four of them actually. Yeah, clearly the lady flirts with you as well as all of the daughters. Also, her uh, their three daughters are Bella, Daniela, and Cassandra. Um, throughout this little castle where you found them, uh, they are all uh, th- these these people have been living for hundreds of years because the pictures you see of them are when they are very young and their clothing is very old and dated. So yeah. it, it's not like just a hundred years ago. This is like 300, 400, maybe even potentially 500 years ago. Yeah. Um, so they're very old, obviously because they're all vampires. Um, you escape after being hilariously hung up with hooks through your hands. Um, Ethan just decides, I know how to fix this. And he just pulls his hand down through the hook. Yeah. Um, pretty crazy. This guy's taking a pretty big beating for this time. Uh, he gets out he walks around the hall. Uh, he, you know, it's it's classic Resident Evil stuff. So you're uncovering clues that lead you into other doors, that kind of thing. Uh, you eventually find a little eye that leads you into another section of the castle, which you then get chased by one of the daughters. I think it's Bella that you get chased by. Uh, uh, it's see, hard to tell because the, they all look pretty much. They all similar. look the same, and it's like kind of sound similar. They they look the same. They sound similar, and to almost speed this section up. They're all very quick, easy little obstacles. They're not like they're not as easy as regular enemies, but and they do present more of a challenge. But once they, you figure it out, though, it's like not, oh. And I think they're not really meant to be necessarily like boss fights so much as like they're they're like mini boss fights. That's what I'm saying. Like they're just like little mini obstacles where it's like oh, I just got to figure this. Yeah, out. Yeah, now you know how to do it, so it's it makes it easy. Um, and then we kind of progress through. We go into the dungeon area of the castle, which is really cool. It's um, great. It's it, a great it's section. Very well done. It's 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 got a lot of atmosphere to it. It's got a lot of scares to it. I when I first played through it, I was terrified. 
because I was yeah. like, I don't know what's on every corner. I don't know what's going on. Um, and that's what happens. This is clearly a torture chamber, and you finally meet some enemies, which are uh, uh, maidens. Yep. Uh, maidens were kind of like the caretakers and uh, servants to the daughters and their mother. And um, they were kind of, if they if they screwed up, that was, uh, you know, what happened to them. They turned them into undead, you know, villains. And that's just kind of how it, you know, sort of happened. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm reading through this. Uh, I screwed up. Um, the village inhabitants are the ones who turn into the undead uh, enemies that you face. Maidens were uh, used for uh, a specific wine, which... Uh, I think is called Maiden's Blood. I'm going to look this up. Uh, yeah, because G Fuel actually just did a thing like that. I'm looking up the... Uh... Sorry, I'm trying to figure out what this is. Um, oh, good. It's called Sanguinous. Uh, wait, why is it not... This is so stupid. Anyway, uh, that's just kind of a, like, a neat little thing that happens. Um, anyways, we move through this dungeon. We find uh, clearly that like this is their sort of like... This is their winery. There's a winery, a dungeon. There is a lot of holding cells and stuff like that that are based around there. There's some a couple of little crypt tombs that are for treasures mainly. They're not necessarily for... Uh... Sorry, uh, they're not necessarily for like exploring or leading us uh, major story beats, but they are pretty fun to explore and, and check out. Yeah. Um, going through that, uh, we finally make it back up to the regular part of the castle where... Uh, Lady Dimitrescu, I'm going to use her regular name. It's just the way I read it now. Uh, she realizes that one of her daughters is dead. Loses her shit on you, naturally, as she should. Um, <laughs> and you go through that little section. You find a bottle of this uh, virgin wine, which leads you into uh, the other, another section of the castle where you can meet Lady Dimitrescu in her, in her little like quarters, I guess. It's weird. Yeah. It's like her quarters, but it's literally just like a, it's like a dresser, like a closet with another matching uh, dress, sorry, excuse me, dress hanging up. And then like, there, I think there, there was a few, wasn't there? But there wasn't like a bed. I didn't see a bed like for where you could, where she'd sleep. I mean, you need a pretty damn big bed for her. She's nine and a half feet tall. Yeah. But, um, you know, and, and then you go through that, uh, you kill, uh, I think you kill Bella in this instance where you learn that the way you can't typically fight them when you're running through the castle, you can stun them obviously, but you can't because they're inside and that protects them obviously from the cold. That's what kills them is yeah. uh, being freezing out. And the way you figure that out is when Ethan shoots at her and nothing happens when she's got a hold of him, he accidentally cracks the window behind her and it bursts open and the cold she, is what she, she don't like that the cold is what she complains about instantly i'm sure like as nick uh, said to me earlier i think that obviously light does have something to play into it but it would have to i think but it's mainly the cold that bothers them and you find that out through uh things you can read and pick up on in the uh, castle itself you kill her uh lady dimitrescu gets upset but in the meantime you find this bottle of blood which allows you to open up to another section of the underground which is the winery you go through there you get out of there um, and you get back up to the top. You go and you listen to Lady Dimitrescu talk to Mother Miranda about finding Ethan and how the ceremony is the most important thing. Lady Dimitrescu does not like that and picks up an entire, like, <sighs> what is that? Uh, like, I, I can't think of the name for it, but it's basically where it's where people do their, it's a mirror where people do their hair, makeup, you know, that yeah. kind of stuff. 
I can't think of the name uh, off the top of my head, but uh, a vanity. She picks up an entire mass of vanity and just tosses it like it's nothing to her. Which, what's her van- workout routine? Just saying. Yeah, she 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 she's strong. Let's talk about that vanity scene real quick because it was really good. Yes, the she's problem- incredibly beautiful. She's got a big booty. I hate you. I like, hate you. What? Also, the maidens are called Mororika. Yeah, we'll we'll let Nick explain what things are like that because it's I don't. It's all Romanian lore, basically. But Mororica is, or Mororica. He doesn't know what he's talking. Simple about. as that. That's that's what that's what those are called downstairs, yes. in the dungeon. But my lips were like way too wet when I tried to say it. I see <laughs> like, um, when she when she's talking into the vanity. Yeah. There's a bit of a weird fucking desync happening. Did you see that? It's weird because as she's looking, th- yeah, when you look in the mirror, it's like a 30, 20 FPS. Fucking, we- I was like, odd. I don't know if I that's was like, the same what? for people who are playing it on console. But yeah, like, dude, I was like, odd. what? No, because maybe different, but Julian was like, what the hell is that? Well, I've heard that it's actually, uh, this is like the one time where a it, it runs better on consoles than it does on PC. Really? That's, Actually, that's wild. So, like, with an SSD, uh, I, there was a, IGN did a video today about, like, performance comparisons, and it was really funny. PS5 uh, loads it up the fastest at two seconds. It takes a uh, computer with an SSD around nine, and then the Xbox Series X, I think, loaded it up in, like, five. Um, so Are we, Do we have to fucking kill the consoles again? We might have to. Um, Fuck. But I heard that, like, in terms of ray tracing, it runs very well and consistent on the uh, con- the newest consoles, the PS5 and the Xbox Series X. However, it does not, it, it is clearly very different in... Um, the technologies are different. We got, we're very fortunate on PC. Yeah, we're very but, fortunate and I'm happy for it, but I couldn't run it at ray tracing at all because it would have my, or even more than half my FPS, which is kind of a problem. Which is it's what just, happened to Julian. But let's let's be fair though. He said he was, I'm getting 200 FPS and it halved it, which means he's still getting 100. So like that's not that big of a deal. Well, it's that's what he good. said. He said it wasn't a big deal. He's like it's not a big deal, but he's like that's Listen. still crazy for if you want to, if like someone like me or you want to run ray yeah, tracing bro. and actually see how beautiful it is. You can't because well, bullshit. It halves your FPS because I was playing at 124 FPS and then I turned it on and it cut it to 24 FPS, which <laughs> uh. For anybody who's not good at math out there like me, that's more than half. That's it's, certainly it, more it, than it, half. It, it, it depends on a lot of shit. Anyways, we're not talking about hardware today. Continue, please. It was just stupid. Anyway. That's, that's stupid. You get in there after she walks out because she's going to find you. And then as soon as you find the key and you're about to open up the door to leave, she walks through. Uh, and by yeah. walk, I mean she basically gets down on her hands and knees and crawls through because she's so freaking tall that she can't walk through any normal Again, doors more sexual innuendo from Lady Dimitrescu. Sorry. I refuse um, to say it. I don't she, care. Uh, she picks you up, and she says, you know, a couple things. Like, you come into my house, you lay your man hands on my daughter, which was like, yeah, say that more, please. I appreciate that. But then <laughs> she takes her head and slams it into the wall. Or no, I'm sorry, she slams it into the floor. The floor, yeah. She slams it into the floor once, twice, three times, I think. And then I think maybe the fourth time is what sends you through. No, it's three times because then she throws you. She pick, or sorry, she slams you down the first time, second time, and then the third time she just decides to push you through when she throws you down. Um, you fall like four floors 
and then land on your fucking ass. And Dude, you you hit you you hit ass so hard. And you hit cement like you hit stone like you're, like Ethan's getting his ass beat. Um, yeah. And here's where we're kind of gonna we're, we're kind of about to get into some territory that maybe uh, you guys are gonna really be questioning. Yeah. Um, you get through this little section, you walk through, and as you're about to push up a lever to get to the next section and lower this gate, she cuts your hand clean off at the wrist. Ethan cannot hold on to his hands or fingers uh, at all. It just doesn't work out for him. Um, and we, we figure that out because cuts it right off to the point where it's just hanging on to the lever, which I think is really funny. Yeah. Um, he's like, oh. <laughs> it's a little, little like a uh, game where you just kind of have to avoid her. Uh, you're not like in a time crunch where you're going to bleed out. Uh, you can, you can do it as long as you want, but it's not hard to avoid. Her. Would you have liked that? If it was like, yeah, I think it would have made it a bit more difficult because it's like, cause like, I, I didn't feel an urgency to get back to that lever. Right. I was just yeah. like, oh, I just need to avoid her. Right. She has nails that can reach me. Yeah. So if I just run this idiot into a circle, yeah. Which later bad. on, I had them watching me, and I was just screaming, "It's like Dark Souls! It's like Dark Souls!" <laughs> For the bosses. Yeah. We'll talk about that though. <laughs> you pick up your you pick up your severed hand, you open it up, and you escape from her, and you get up to a lever as she, or you get up to like an elevator where you grab the first uh, mask as she laughs at you. And this is where it kind of gets funny. Ethan takes the healing medication or like the healing liquid the that salve. we've known yeah. uh, from, from seven and eight and pours it on his open wound, his wrist. And then, you know, as you would super glues his hand back on and it works within 30 seconds. He is moving his fingers again. Yeah. He's um, twitching his fingers. I was like, yeah. hmm. and then he's able to completely use it. Uh, we go through more of the, of the castle. I'm going to kind of shorten it for time. Uh, we solve a couple different puzzles. We find another weapon. We find a sniper rifle. Uh, shoot down a couple of like winged beasts. They're not really that important, and they're not that scary at all. I've never even I, I've played. They're the called samkas. I, what does that mean? Gargoyle. Okay, well they're not that scary because I've never even gotten touched by one. Uh, I never got attacked by one. I headshotted them each time I had to do it, and I think they were an underutilized enemy that could have been sick. If yeah. they made them scary, it would have been cool. You don't even see their faces, like you see no, their little. You can, noses. but they got like the little fucking tentacles coming out of their mouth. Yeah, um, that's but like that's it. It's like dude, uh, that, that was a waste. That was a waste of an enemy. It was not. It, it, I know that people have liked it because it's very diverse and that's cool. I think that uh, a lot of the enemy types are really fun, but it was not scary. Um, we get through, and in the process of doing this, you find all the other ones. You in in the process, you also kill the other two daughters. Uh, yeah. You kill one of the daughters in a library. I think that's uh, Daniela, and then you kill Cassandra, and like a little like armory area when you find the yeah. last uh, the last mask. You escape. You get out. You open up the uh, you open up that door. And uh, reading through a lot of the things we found throughout the castle, it is led to believe that there was a man who tried to kill uh, Lady Dimitrescu and failed but there was a uh, weapon that he used there was a, a knife that he used uh i will look it up right now i think it was called like death it was a uh, dagger um it was, a, it was a knife that killed uh, lady dimitrescu um funny enough I dagger of death i think dagger of death's flowers um that's so emo it is uh, it's my, that's my, that was my band name in high school. Dude, let's um, do it. Let's dagger of death's flowers. We'll do it. And it'll just be resident evil covers. This, um, this, this, our, this, this is our single lady. Dermatrisco. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, 
<laughs> but Sorry. there was a there was a man who tried to kill her with that dagger and uh failed so you get to this little chapel area <laughs> this fight and- so this this fight's awesome. I don't know what you're talking about. Because uh, you get the dagger, and then you fucking lose it. Yeah, you're. I mean, you, Ethan's kind of. I mean, look at his hands. He, he can't really hold on. To I it. understand. To it. Um, sorry. It was a. Uh, it's a very beautiful looking dagger, and he stabs her in the stomach with it, and that's that's enough to like transform her into this enemy type that we're about oh, to, to fight. Her um, enemy type is sweet. I would like to point out that uh, her nails are massive, and she stabs you in the stomach Badly. with all of her fingers. And so that's, you know, five different blades that just went into Ethan's stomach. He's fine, though. Uh, transforms into a boss fight. She transforms into an ugly, winged beast. Like, yeah. truly awful. Um, and, you know, it's a, it's a classic kind of fight where you're on the top of like this this chapel and you finally kill her she grabs you as she falls through the top of the chapel and yells some things at you as you fall it's nothing uh, she said like you'll never see your daughter again just classic villain yeah, it's stuff. bullshit yeah um and you pick up a very uh promiscuous statue of her to sell to the duke evan pointed out she's got if, the whole cake factory back yeah, there if, bro he's like dude all right flip it around man there's something back there and i went oh cool maybe i have to examine it Oh, no. yeah. It, there's a lot to examine it, back then. Yeah, anyways. Uh, there's a lot to examine. Um, <laughs> so after you fall through the bottom of this chapel, you find a way to get out, but not beforehand. Uh, but not before that you... Uh, or before that, sorry, I'm screwed up my own sentence structure again. I'm really not good at this. Uh, <laughs> you find a flask that's this uh, ugly-looking yellow flask that's got something inside of it. I think it reads head. And yeah, you get through this little section, and... You find the old woman again who's reading about what's going to happen and that Rose is a great sacrifice that will be used. She shows this uh, little thing on the wall, this uh, mural that has uh, what suspiciously looks like the umbrella symbol in the center and then four houses in each corner. Um, You've obviously taken care of the first house, House Dimitrescu. And you you. move move on. You find this massive sort of, (laughs) God, you so gatekeeper. (laughs) That's not gatekeeper. Go on. And you get to this, like, sort of, like, section where there's a bunch of statues, like, really massive statues sitting, and there's a big chalice in the center where you'd put something. Uh, but yeah. you can't put anything in there yet. It also has the umbrella symbol. You walk through, kill a couple lichens, nothing crazy. Go, come across an old church, which has nothing important going on for it. There's a couple of treasures in there, but nothing crazy. Um, and then you make it back to another section where you can put all these vials in. And there is the Duke and explains that you're holding Rosemary. Rosemary is in these these flasks. So Jesus. put one in. He tells you to explain more. Go to the go back to the village and find the house of the red chimney. You go back there and you find a piece that matches the key that you found, which is like a key with a symbol on it, and it has two wings on it, uh, when you first get it. Finding these other pieces of the key uh, give you four wings on it, and then six. Six. Um, you build the key up to go to each house. Yeah, to go to each section. It's Next it's section, cool concept. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty nice. The, so, but that also so that makes it where you can't just go to whichever one you want first. It is linear, but you can go back to the village every time and unlock more stuff as you upgrade uh, your weapons and find more weapons and all that kind of stuff. Uh, the second house is very much the horror aspect from Seven. Um, yeah. This is House Beneviento. Very psychological. Um, the reason why 
uh, is because every one of these people have powers in one way or another. Lady Dimitrescu was obviously turning into a giant winged beast as well as being a vampire and uh, having her massive uh, fingernails that turned into claws whenever she wanted to, seemingly at will. And also being nine and a half feet tall, also very beautiful. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Beneviento's like, power, so to speak, is that, one, she has a talking doll, which is annoying as hell, and uh, two, the plants around her house have a certain pollen that can uh, give hallucinations off to whoever in, uh, inhales them. Yeah. Uh, so you Sweet see Mia. House. So you see Mia carrying rosemary and saying, "Why can't you help? You have to help us," which is obviously not real. You get into the house. Uh, lots of dolls. This woman likes dolls. She really loves uh, the same doll. Actually, they all look pretty much similar. All dressed the same. That kind of thing. Um, you go down to the like, I'd say basement of this house. And it's kind of like a, it's, it's definitely Resident Evil 7 style puzzles. Like there's a doll on the table. You kind of have to operate on it. And as you operate on it, you find more clues to unlock further ways to go. All while seeing um, sort of like new things that lead you down that sort of path. Right. Um, basically, you're finding a way to escape. And it's uh, very much a puzzle infested way of going about it. You also meet hit rapper and artist Da Baby. Um, <laughs> I can't believe you brought that into the episode. Yeah, you meet Da Baby. Yeah, you meet Da Baby. It's literally a giant, slimy looking monster. That's it was bad. gross. It's disgusting, and it, it wiggles. It has because that okay, yeah. So that's like what I was like. I, I I don't get grossed out by gore and like shit like that, but like I was like, they made it shiny and slimy. Yeah, and it like jiggles. I was it, like, like the mouth jiggles and like all the extra fat jiggles yeah. and stuff. Well, like really for me. I had Landon sleeping in the little playpen. Yeah. And then this motherfucker thing, this motherfucking thing pops up. It's like, yeah, it starts whining. Da, it starts da, da, da. And I'm yeah, like, starts saying stuff. And Landon just now is saying like dad and dad and shit. I'm like, scared the hell out of you. Yeah. I was like, fuck this section, dude. This sucks. Oh, it's, it's crazy. Um, it's really not that hard though. It's, it's, it's not, it's just an avoid. It's, it's just avoiding the, the, uh, hit rapper and artist, the baby, um, getting the, uh, let's fuses. go. Yeah, I pull up, and <laughs> uh, you basically get these fuses to put back in the elevator that you use to come down. You get back up, and uh, now all of the dolls upstairs are standing up and looking at you. And uh, shaking, cool. like shaking. insane. Um, the, the reason why for that is because uh, House Beneviento, this this doll is the only way that uh, House ben, or, uh, Donna Beneviento communicates. Uh, the doll is supposed to resemble uh, Beneviento's mother, who, or uh, not mother, sorry, her daughter who died at a very young age. I don't remember if it was, I think it was like some sort of accident. I will look it up right now. Um, however, ba- uh, basically, this is a really easy boss fight. It's actually, can be it can be completed in, I guess, less than a minute and 40 seconds. That's an achievement. Um, and it's pretty simple. You run through this little section of the house, which is not big, and you find Angie, the, the doll, which is really easy to spot because she's wearing like a bride like she's wearing like a gown essentially, whereas all the other uh, dolls are wearing black dresses. She's wearing a white gown. Um, you find you have to find her and you stab her with scissors. You do that like a couple times and then super easy free. boss fight. Yeah, you're free and you're able to go. Once you leave that, uh, you come back. There are more things you can find, more things you can loot, more treasures, that kind of stuff. And then 
you move on from there. We go on. We come back. We talk to the Duke some more. We find another part, uh, another piece of the key in the village, seemingly in the village as well. We start to find more laptops, uh, very like various sections that have been set up by the Hound Wolf Squad as they've been reviewing things. So like we see things like Ethan Winters and Rosemary Winters are uh, not to be found. We don't know where they're at. They're missing in action. Yeah. Uh, still looking for Mother Miranda uh, and also references to the mold from Seven. So you know there's kind of a bigger thing going on here. Um, move on from there. We move to House Moreau. House Moreau is very reminiscent of Resident Evil 4's lake section, um, especially in the fact that you use actual boats. Uh, House uh, Moreau's just an idiot. Let's just move on with that. Like Moreau, I just hate him. I fucking hate him. I hate his section. Yeah, he's just stupid. Uh, and and obviously, for every one of these sections, you find a flask. So we found two flasks so far. We're going for the third one with Moreau. Moreau yep. is. Ugly, stupid, dumb, all the worst traits. Um, I'm going to throw a shot here at our, at our co-host who's not here tonight, Matt. Kind of looks like Matt. Uh, <laughs> oh, go on, man. Come <laughs> on, dog. Moving on. Come on, man. That was not in the script I'm reading off of. I ad-libbed that. But, uh, Did you write a script for this? No, I didn't write a script for this. I'm going on. I'm just, I'm just talking. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> move on to Moreau's section, and that's uh, again a very easy section. I'd say it's it's uh, a bit more of a boss fight than it it's is. It's a bit of a pain in the ass here and there. It can, it can be. It wasn't as much of a pain in the ass for me as it was for you. I didn't have the problems you were having. Um, Fuck. Oh yeah, yeah. I was having. You, so you I was having, having weird issues. Yeah, I wasn't. I didn't have those issues. Our games ran about the same, but I had weird dips here and there. He had bugs too. He had more bugs. Than oh, I, had. We'll I cannot wait. Dealt with. Yeah. Oh, uh, boy. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to kind of gloss over Moreau section. Basically, Moreau section is you gotta. It's a bit more of a, a challenge. Just shoot the fish. Yeah, yeah. When the well, fucking you, body yeah. comes out of the mouth. Oh yeah. We, well, that's that's the. Oh, that's the oh, boss no. fight. That's, that's the boss, boss fight. fight. <laughs> yeah, uh, sorry. Basically, you go through the <laughs> section and you have to connect these uh, these windmills. Uh, to power this dam that would kind of is basically to drain this little section of the village so that way you can fight him on his own terms because it's flooded so you yeah. can't really beat this guy actually if you fall into the water at all when he's in his uh, massive form, that's it you die. there's nothing you can do to save yourself um moreau says a couple of things uh basically moreau is so stupid that all he does is watch romantic old romance movies all day and sit there and imagine that it was him with mother miranda he's basically an incel and uh, <laughs> you move on from that. You, <laughs> find, you find the flask, the third flask, very easily. And uh, the weird thing is, and I will agree. <laughs> you just this, take it. I will, I will agree with Inverse because uh, I read their thing about how Ethan Winters is the worst protagonist. And I will agree with them on this one thing, this only thing. I don't think he's a terrible protagonist. However, I don't understand the purpose for this. Uh, this is a guy who's trying to get his daughter as fast as possible and kind of uncover what's going on with Chris because Chris shot his wife. And... <laughs> he grabs the flask. Moreau looks and sees him grabbing the flask, and Ethan grabs it, puts it in his possessions to keep safe, and then he basically just mocks Moreau. He just makes fun of him. He starts talking shit to yeah, him. I was, I was like, it's time to go. Yeah, it's time to leave, dude. And he doesn't do that. And then he, it <gasps> turns into a boss shit. fight. He has to connect these windmills to drain the swamp. Oh, <laughs> uh... You made we that not, comment when we were playing, and I thought it was funny. Um, can I can I can I say we're, none of us are Trump supporters here? 
Yeah, we're we're obviously not. But it was, <laughs> okay. it was it was really funny because when Nick was playing and we were watching him, he starts cracking up to himself and he goes, "I know what I'm doing." And we're like, "What are you doing?" And he goes, "I'm draining the swamp." <laughs> like he's so stupid. But it was funny. It was actually, was it, was, it was pretty good. Um, and you you get through this little section, you finally get up onto some uh, like wooden planks, some actual land, so to speak. And yeah. Moreau turns into this massive monster, this massive fish monster, very reminiscent of the Resident Evil 4 lake monster. I don't oh, remember absolutely. the name of it, but that's, that's definitely what they're going for. Um, and then it kind of turns into a puzzle where you just got to avoid them and not go in the really sh- uh, deep spots where you could get grabbed. And uh, there's a little bit more extra puzzles as well, like pushing carts to give yourself Del a place to walk. Lago. Del Lago, okay. Or um, in Japan, Deru Rago. I, okay. I don't fuck it. I don't know what it means. It, sounds it means like the lake. The lake. Okay. So that's Sorry. just kind of, no, no, I get it. Um, basically you go through this, you kind of collect a couple of things, some power stuff, and then you have yep. a little puzzle to figure out and you drain the swamp. <laughs> you move on from that. Moving on from that, you come back down into the village and he is fully mutated. And like Nick said, uh, it's a bit more of a boss fight where there's some patterns, a little bit more patterns to learn. It's not just sort of hunting him and shooting him. There are sections to avoid when he charges you. And then there is a part where he rains acid down on you and you have to take take cover in certain spots. But you have plenty of supplies to really make it out of this. It's really not hard. Uh, You beat him. you You get another crystal thing. And then we move through. I should mention at this point, though, that as you go through the village, things have changed. Um, so, like, there's a there's a werewolf that uh, you fight through. But, again, these are not really big story moments. These are just kind of things to keep things spicy. Is there up. mini bosses? Yeah, there the are mini were- bosses. Not, like, this is not an essential to the story. It's just, if you kill these, and they're called Berkolax. Yeah. Uh, if you kill them, they give you crystal beasts. Which allow you Crystal's to sell to the Duke for a big, lot. Yeah, you want to do it. If to, I'm gonna say it normal, like an American would, uh, Varkolak. Yeah. If you kill a Varkolak, get the money. Like, just if you see one, they're big. Like, they're lichens times ten. Yeah, they're, they're actual massive. werewolves. Yeah. Um, just kill them. Get the money. How? Uh, we didn't talk about the revolver. Uh, I haven't gotten to that yet because you don't. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, yep. Uh, but you do after. I think it's after Moreau's section. You can go and you can check out a spot. Uh, it's actually, yeah, it is after Moreau's section because you get the mechanical wheel to turn open uh, those mechanical doors, and that's how you get up there. Uh, yeah. You get up there, you go to this house, and there's a couple, like, lichens that you kill. You move in, you open up this house, and there is, like, an 1851 Wolf's Bane. It is literally a, blue, a black and gold revolver, and if you look at the description, it's basically, say, it's basically like this was used to kill werewolves back in the day. And yeah. lucky enough, you find it. And there's a werewolf outside, so you can test it, and it kills it in like one or two shots. Two so, shots, yeah. Two shots. So it's it's definitely something you want. Um, it's a great weapon that, to have. You go back to the the other section, and as you come back, there are metal signs reminiscent of Heisenberg posted up saying "Come here." You also uh, talk to Heisenberg in Moreau's section on the phone just for a second. He basically says that if you want to get the last flask, come to the stronghold. Blah 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 blah. I'll help you out. Um, and more or less it turns into just kind of like a big slaughter fest where you kill a lot of lichens you move through an area you kill the big lichen that you saw at the beginning of the game with the uh hammer yeah um, what's his name he, I don't remember. he does he, he does have a name um but you kill him and while you look it up i will go but i will uh, continue on explaining uh you go through there and i believe that you find the last flask yes um, after getting that 
you can escape. There is a little extra section that you can check out that it only brings a treasure. It's nothing uh, really that, uh, in deep in the story. What was the name of the big guy? Uh, he doesn't have the name yet. Um, yeah, sorry about that, guys. You're fine. Uh, you go through there, you go back to the village, and you put all the flasks into the main container that you've been putting them in. Talk to the Duke. I don't think he has anything really important to say. It's just more stuff you can buy and sell from him. Uh, also, in this process, you can finally uh, start to craft food, which gives you more important stuff. Did you find out the name of him? Uriash. What does that mean? Do you know? Huge Sentinel. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's basically what he is. Um, yeah. <laughs> moving on through there, you finally get through all these flasks and you get a the Giant's Chalice. The Giant's Chalice you bring to the big sort of uh, worship area. You put in, it raises up this bridge. You use that bridge, you walk through, and you go into Heisenberg factory, uh, Heisenberg's factory, which is reminiscent of an old tank factory, as there are plenty of like old Russian T-51 tanks outside. Yeah, it was uh, sweet. Really cool, really cool area. You go in there, and he explains things to you. Basically, Mother Miranda has been to, using... Yeah. Uh, yeah, he tries to. Mother Miranda has been using you uh, to kill off all of the lords, because she doesn't need you anymore. Um, I don't know if this is explained, but I can talk about it anyway. Yeah. Uh, you have been killing them off because she has created she's created uh, Alcina Dimitrescu was created was was born normally and she's a normal she was a normal person until she was infected with a sort of variant of the mold from seven which is what gave her her ability she this is why she grew super tall and why she's able to uh, vampirism right no she is a vampire due to a hereditary condition um Okay, so she 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 had vampirism so from the she, get. Yeah, she was okay. a vampire from the moment she was born. That's just in her family. But okay. uh, the reason she's so tall and the reason she ha- she can just uh, willingly change her nails to claws, like extra long, uh, like claws, is because yeah. of the infection. Uh, okay. Mor- Morel was given the same infection. That's why he turned <laughs> into a dumb, stupid fish. And uh, Beneviento had severe mental illness from the loss of her daughter, which is yeah. why. That's kind of the only thing she could do was create the doll. Uh, the doll that was kind of like her daughter as well as the pollen. Heisenberg's Heisenberg's actually the best specimen. However, yeah. not fit enough for what Mother Miranda wanted. Not the perfect specimen. The perfect specimen is Rosemary, yep. um, which we'll get to why in a little bit. Uh, Heisenberg was the second best, or was the was the best besides Rosemary, and he's not going to let Miranda kill him. So he has been creating an army of uh villagers uh to slaughter miranda um i will say this is probably my favorite section of the game it is completely different from everything else we've seen it is it is industrial it is dark it is uh misty smoky scary a lot of moving parts a lot of uh you know crunching metal noises that kind of stuff the enemies are really cool Um, i enjoyed uh heisenberg's factory i enjoyed it a lot it's because House Beneviento and House uh, Moreau. Yeah, they're 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 super. I, they're supposed to be because they're weak enemies. Yeah, it's just boom, 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 boom. You're done with those houses. It is not hard. Dimitrescu yeah. and uh, Heisenberg are the, which I like the way they did it. Two front or the first house you go into, super long. Second yeah. short. Third short. Fourth super long. I like how they did that because it kind of gives you time to breathe and go back to the village and do a exactly. bunch of shit you want to do, especially if you like collecting shit. Um, Heisenberg's is the least scary. 
which is it's, it's super really? actiony. Yeah, I, I thought it to, I, I found it to be. If you're taking your time, I found it to be a bit more scary. Only because those drill fucks get you here and there. Yes, I agree. But like, I cheesed the boss. Yes, you did. <laughs> you absolutely did. We'll, we'll we'll go into that in a minute. Um, <laughs> Easy, nice smirk. <laughs> I saw this that. is uh, this is kind of a different. It's a different section overall, and like how Nick said, is exactly right. It's a lot more actiony, and it's because you have all these weapons. You have two different types of, actually, three potentially different types of shotguns. You have a regular like uh, like P two fifty looking kind of pistol, and yeah. a nineteen eleven, depending on which one you wanted to keep. And you also have the Wolfsbane and a grenade launcher. So you're you've got and a, a sniper rifle. And a sniper rifle. You've got a lot more weaponry, which is why I think why it's so actiony, and it feels good. It's really fun. Um, yeah. More, more puzzles to complete. You have to find these little like molds to put into a presser to then make keys or cogs or whatever to escape. Um, you go through. I, I really don't think there, there's there's a bit more lore here, but it's really all related to Heisenberg in a way of like how he creates these monsters. Um, yeah, it's like operations was, and shit. Yeah, originally he was using dead bodies and he was putting, uh, I think it's pronounced uh, Kado, uh, which is Kado. The, yeah, Kado, yeah. which is the like. Uh, mold variant that is what has been implanted both into him dimitrescu moreau and beneviento and that's why they were all changed he has been using dead bodies um mixed with a couple of other things to create them and you kind of read about how he went through the phases of like okay well this one got torn apart in minutes and now i attached a drill onto it still got torn apart he's like i use live bodies put the cadaver and like electrical stuff into them and attach the drill on, and now they kill, like, three lichens in a minute. Like, they're incredibly yeah. efficient and effective. Um, and he works on other ones. He works on one that has two drills on both hands, or he has a drill on both hands. There's one that is uh, very armored with two drills, and there's another one that uh, has jets on the back, um, which, obviously, he could do all these because they're all metal, so it's really easy for him to just yeah. kind of get parts. Um, and then I think he has one major boss... If I'm not mistaken, no, I'm sorry. I've I've listed every enemy type. Um, you go through and you find all these things. You get through it. Uh, I mean, that's kind of it. If I'm not mistaken, right? Like, there's not a lot. It, there's not a lot of lore until we finally meet Heisenberg again. So, like, the lore I do like is with the Cadu. Yeah. Uh, I like what they represent. Yeah. Because it means gift. Like, Cadu means gift. Okay. So, like, babies, right? Yeah. Like, you're giving this as a gift. Yeah. Like, that's that makes it more interesting to me. Um, and Heisenberg itself is just, like, a lot of the shit you learn about him is super interesting. I like what he's doing. It, he's, he's he's Frankenstein. He's, 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 he's just making, yeah, he's making stuff. Um, yeah, which is sweet. He, uh, basically, Ethan is running away from Heisenberg at this point now, and I did not mention this, and I apologize, uh, but... Ethan is running away from Heisenberg now because Heisenberg originally offered to work together with Ethan yep. uh, in getting Rosemary back, but he wanted to weaponize Rosemary, Rosemary because Ethan and the player does not realize how powerful Rosemary is, uh, whereas yeah. Heisenberg does and knows why. And he wants to weaponize Rosemary to kill Miranda and then escape, um, which Ethan is like, that's my daughter. No way. Um, yeah. Yeah. Do you find that a, uh, you find a couple different things out, I think, in this in this whole like sort of time 
like there's a like special enemy that has been created of the, the major boss besides Heisenberg called Sturm. He is literally a guy with a propeller that turns on and he's a director is like super pissed about that. Yeah, because there was a movie he made where it's uh, I, I it's 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 taken lit- right from the taken right from it. Yeah, but it's I mean, taken, like, but like I mean, I thought it was done well. I thought it was cool, um, even if it's not cool of Capcom, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, it's it's. Whatever. Sorry, I keep on slowing the episode down. No, you're fine. I'm just getting through it. Uh, we're getting towards towards the end anyway. Um, yeah, it's true. We get through this. We kill him. And Heisenberg is clearly impressed, but also pissed off and uh, then oh, yeah. attacks Ethan and knocks him down to the very bottom, lowest part of the factory where when he comes up, he finally meets Chris, Chris again. And Chris explains things. Um, Chris explains that basically the Mia that Chris killed at the beginning of the game was not Mia. It was actually Miranda. Miranda uh, possesses the same powers as Evelyn and is able to she is so good at it she's basically immortal to the point where uh she is able to change her cells and like she's a mimic she can mimic anybody and she can mimic corpses which is why when they shot miranda when she was mia they figured that she is she was dead but she wasn't um which is why again how the baby escapes and why oh the twist yeah there's the twist um (laughs) not yet even there's there's more twists we're not even done here um yeah she essentially possesses those same powers and that's why the entire time she was attempting to abduct rosemary and she obviously succeeded when she crashed the truck um yeah chris basically tells ethan i'll destroy heisenberg's factory and ethan uses a makeshift tank that heisenberg originally created but it's made out of a metal polymer mix and he cannot control polymer or uh, or like a polymer metal like that so yeah it's basically Heisenberg cannot change it. Um, he uses this tank to defeat Heisenberg. I'd like to point out that uh, in the midst of this boss fight, after you get knocked from the tank, it is a hilarious moment. Chris blows up the factory, and Heisenberg looks at it, recognizes that Chris did it, and calls him a boulder-punching asshole, which for fans of the series is really funny. Um, what does that refer to, Evan? That refers to Resident Evil 5 when you're fighting in a volcano and Chris conveniently decides to punch a boulder that is four times bigger than him and that somehow manages to knock it down into the lava where he can use it to cross. Pretty funny stuff. Um, so I like that they don't take themselves too seriously, but it's serious enough to where it's like it's still all of the stuff they make fun of is in lore. It's not. I like, lost it. I didn't hear it right away. So. It's in it's in universe. It's not like it's just stuff that like they know. Other, they know that people are going to be like, Oh, that, that you know that was the dumbest thing that Chris did in that game or whatever. But like, it's funny when you hear it because it's like they understand it's stupid. Um, you finally kill Heisenberg with the tank again, uh, and in the process of this, a whole bunch of roots, mold, if you will, starts sprouting up, yep. and Miranda reveals herself. Miranda shows that she can transform into Mia. She can transform back into Miranda, and she can also transform into conveniently the old lady that we've been seeing, the Baba Yaga that's been walking around the village. Um, so that Baba Yaga was either she was a real person, but I think it's led to believe it leads us to believe that she was the she was that's how she was trying to influence Ethan to do. I that. think she influenced the entire village as the Baba Yaga. Yeah, I think I think that's exactly what happened. Um, so I think Miranda was always the Baba Yaga. Ethan doesn't realize what he's fighting, as Chris has told him, and what happens is. 
is he says, show yourself, Miranda. And Miranda shows herself and rips Ethan's heart out and kills him. Oh, um, yeah. Chris sees this and Chris leads Hound Wolf Squad to save Rosemary with a BSAA assault force. I would so like to mention sweet. that Hound Wolf Squad is kind of its own subsection of BSAA. It is Chris's squad. It is not a... Uh, it's, And I'll explain why. Um, yeah. They distract Miranda, or uh, the, the Hound Wolf Squad distracts Miranda while Chris uh, goes to enter a cave beneath the village and discovers uh, the Mega Mycete, which is uh, the uh, fungal root or black god um, in the Japanese yeah. game. Uh, which is the source of the mold from seven. It's the source of the, of the entire like fungus itself. He plants a bomb on the mega seat and finds Miranda's lab. Um, Miranda has been like living for ages and she has lived an entire century at this time. She's been living for quite some time. And that's, that's when she came into contact with the mega seat. She also conveniently was the mentor to someone very important. Uh, very important. Very important. She was the mentor to Oswell E. Spencer. To people who don't know who that is and are not Resident Evil lore fans, Oswell E. Spencer is the guy who originally founded the Umbrella Corporation. Actually, Oswell took the name Umbrella because of the symbol that he has seen in the caves. That's what it reminded him and Miranda of. It's also kind of led to believe that I think maybe they had something a bit more than just a mentor-mentee relationship. I, I would was romantic. Um, that's what I thought. And he named it Umbrella because the symbol in... So everybody was thinking, oh, what's Umbrella behind when they saw the symbol? But in reality, the Umbrella has been there before Umbrella was. Yeah. The Umbrella symbol was there before the corporation was even thought of. Um, but after learning from Miranda, uh, Oswell kind of took it a different way and said that to really change the world in a good way, I have to develop a, a virus. And he says that in his notes where he founded the... or He founds the progenitor virus and creates the T-virus. And... The reason why is Miranda was only experimenting with the fungus to revive her daughter, Ava, who died to the Spanish flu. Uh, she also used the uh, fungus on the four lords, the lichens, and Evelyn, all of them being failed experiments to give to basically be a good host uh, for Ava. The reason why yeah. is that the megamycete, whoever is infected with the mold, it like basically stores that person's memories, consciousness, who they are inside of it. So basically what Miranda wanted to do is find the perfect specimen and then just implant all of Ava's memories and who she was as a person into that specimen. Yeah. Um, that is why, and that's why she found a suitable host with Rosemary. Uh, that's due to her special abilities inherited from Ethan and Mia. Uh, Chris rescues the actual Mia who's been imprisoned by Miranda and had experiments ran on. Um, Mia explains to Chris that Ethan is still alive because Ethan uh, has been infected with the mold and gave him the same regenerative powers that it gave Jack and Marguerite. The entire and, time! Yeah, all those people. So when you've been questioning, and why I've been mentioning it the entire time, of like, oh yeah, he gets stabbed to the chest, he gets dropped from 50 feet, he gets his hand bitten off, he gets his hand cut off, and then immediately puts it back on. That's why. Because he regenerates. He doesn't regenerate as fast, but he regenerates enough to where he can live. Um, fucking insanity. Uh, he was originally killed by Jack Baker uh, the first time you met him. The the head crush that happens when you fight Mia in Seven and then Jack knocks you down and then kicks you or stomps on your head, that's when you died. That's when Ethan actually died. Um, but he was infected with the mold at the time 
So that gave him regenerative powers. Um, so the Duke saves Ethan, brings him back to the ritual site, and Miranda is attempting to revive Ava, but only succeeds in reviving Mo- uh, Rosemary. In the process yep. of this, this is the final boss battle. You fight Miranda, who transforms from a winged beast to a spider-like form to just her normal self. Um, and eventually you kill Miranda. Would you like to bring right. up the game-breaking bug that you had when you were fighting Miranda? So I got the boss on the first try, which it took a couple of you guys. Your second and third. It took you, what, once, right? I think it took me. I think it took me the one time, yeah. Okay. It took Julian two times. Yeah, I got her down to nothing. I was about to complete the boss fight in, the, in my first go. It, uh, when you're completing the boss, it gives you the almost, it's pretty much a QT to, hey, aim and shoot. Yeah. It didn't let me aim and shoot, so I had to redo the entire boss fight. He wasn't even having a gun in his hand. It was the funniest shit. And she killed me very slowly, killed me, and I had an aneurysm. And my brain melted, and I was going to destroy my you computer. You almost closed out of the game, and I was like, no, 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 no. You got to do it. Right. Dude, so fucking stupid. So fucking stupid. I, I, I wanted to kill everything. So um, going through it again, I was pissed off and annoyed, but I did complete it. But then so. you won. Uh, yeah. You know, Ethan kills her, and as he kills her, the Mega My Seat comes from the ground. It's growing. It's getting bigger. Uh Basically, Ethan has taken so much damage at this point, and his his regenerative powers cannot hold on to it anymore, and they can't keep regenerating fast enough to save him. So he starts to calcify. Which, if you've played seven, then you know that when uh, you fought Jack uh, Baker and Marguerite, um, they calcified. That was kind of their that was like their official death is because they they calcify like that, and then they just kind of like crumble. So that's what starts to happen to Ethan's hand. Um, he brings uh chris tries to help him chris grabs him comes along with him as he's hold, holds rosemary they get to the bridge um chris tells him that he can still make it to which what happens is is that ethan takes off his his jacket covers rosemary with it you know as like a blanket and then says goodbye rosemary very good voice acting i'd like to say very, uh, well very sad moment yeah very sad i i got i was pretty upset about it and i didn't expect to be um Chris runs away, gets to the chopper uh, with Mia in the back, as well as uh, members of the Hound Wolf Squad. Everybody on that side is okay. Ethan walks back to the Mega My Seat. We see another fir- final first-person shot of Ethan looking up at the Mega My Seat, holding the detonator's hand for the bomb, and then clicking the button as everything goes to black. Then right. cuts back to the uh, chopper taking off with the uh, member of the Hound Wolf Squad in the back and a couple more in the front driving while Mia holds Rose. Mia does not realize that Ethan is gone until she hears the explosion and goes, what the hell happened? And he goes, you know, Chris goes, he's gone. He died. He sacrificed yeah. himself. So that way we could all escape. Um, basically that happens. And then it is uh, also shown as well that uh, one of the Hound Wolf squad members shows one of the other BSAA sh- so, uh, soldiers. Basically there was the Hound Wolf squad in a BSAA group. Uh, all yeah. there. There were, there were two separate groups they're fighting. They weren't fighting each other. Or I think actually they ended up fighting each other, but that was not a major thing in the story other than, that, other than just what you heard on the radio. Yeah, However, BSAA got demolished while they were there. Yeah, and the important thing is is that the BSAA soldiers that were sent in were actually organic bioweapons. And yeah. then Chris orders his squad to head for the BSAA European headquarters. Game cuts to black and goes to credits. 
there is a post-credit scene. The post-credit scene is that a teenage Rosemary visits Ethan's grave before being called away for a mission on behalf of an undisclosed organization. And as she and her escort drive off into the distance, an unknown figure is seen approaching their vehicle and they stop the car. They do not get out. As we know, if the game cuts to black, the game is done. That is the What does it say? We're playing as Rosemary. F- oh, no, the final the thing it says. The father's The father's story, story is now done. Is now done. Ethan is so- gone. Ethan is gone. Eh. I think he's gone. I do too, but there's a lot of speculation because everyone's like, listen, we don't know who approached the car. True. We don't. I don't think it's Ethan. He, but he is the mold. There is a reason. Well, but then, but he was calcifying. And, yeah, uh, that's true. Yeah. yeah that's he, he, that's he, kind of the one thing that is like, you're done. You can't be saved uh, after you calcify. Um, right. There's a reason why other people are also thinking it's Ethan, and I think this is kind of a dumb thing to, to be thinking. It's kind of silly. Uh, the reason why is because people made third-person mods so you could kind of use an extra camera view and kind of fly around and see what's going on off-camera. Um, the reason that was is because, and why they think Ethan is still alive is because if you zoom in on and you go towards the figure uh, approaching the car, the figure approaching the car is Ethan with a real face. Um the reason why I don't think this is real is because I don't think they wanted to design a character model just to throw people off. I think this throws people off enough. It's it, it, it's like maybe it says, it says the father story is now done, but then you see Ethan walking towards the car. It's like so I would rather believe the text I see on screen rather than somebody manipulating the game files to then see what the figure is. I think it also saves them time and money. It's you know they don't have to develop a new. They don't have to develop a new, you know, model. They don't have to, you know, create one, and they don't have to come up with a lie or an explanation as to why they chose any. It's Resident Evil, though. If they had made it Leon Kennedy, everybody, including myself, would be losing their damn minds. Right. But like Ethan being there, you're not really losing your mind so much as you're just sort of confused. Um, Which I mean, if it if that if if it turns out to be Ethan, would I be shocked? No. No, I I wouldn't. It's it's Resident Evil like to know what the reasoning was behind telling us like the father story is now done i personally take that with the most belief is like them saying it's done don't worry about it that kind of thing right we'll see it's it it, it is resident evil it is capcom they do have a way of going you'll never see that again boom it's like holy well like look what they did with seven and eight to put it into the entire universe yeah right no i I so like who knows who knows yeah um Um, but that's resident Evil village man yeah, very good, very good game. Um, I loved it. I loved the story. I loved the writing. I loved yeah. the voice acting. I had my scared moments, and I had my lovable action. I loved, like you said, the factory. Moreau's, oh, yeah. Moreau's action was probably my least favorite because it wasn't scary or I don't like Moreau. Um, there weren't many, like, different enemy types to fight. It was stuff we've already seen, and it was just fighting the boss. Um the biggest, uh, the, the cool thing was is that we had the castle, which is really fun and interesting, and yep. Heisenberg's section was fun and interesting, and then you had uh, Beneviento, which was very scary and a lot yeah. more uh, horror elements, psychological stuff going on. Um, and then the story overall was really well done. Like I said, I enjoyed the action. Uh, I am sad that Ethan is gone. I am curious to see what they do for the ninth game. I'm curious to see how we play as Rosemary, because I'm curious if Rosemary has the like the thoughts and memories of her father and Evelyn and potentially I, Mia she being has dead. To. I don't know. Um, it's not confirmed. 
uh, or anybody else that is a part of the mold, like Miranda or Lady Dimitrescu or who knows what's going to happen because you're still in Romania. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. I will give my uh, out of 10 review. I would say it is probably like for me when I played it and finished it, it was a 10 out of 10 and it still remains as one. It was very good. I when I like 5, 10 out of 10, like yeah. top, of when, the top of it. When I completed and played the game from the get-go, before I completed it, it was a 10 out of 10 game. 9.5, same, same as Evan. Yeah. Uh, any gripe I had quickly was gone because of how impressive the game was. Uh, beautiful On my PC, it ran beautifully. It looked beautiful. Um, it played very nicely. They, I think they need to just work on movement, character movement. Yeah. Because the fluidity of how you move in first person, it's new to them still. It's, yeah. It's, it's only two games in. So, you know, I, it's better. It's, it's a lot better than tank controls, but, and like, especially like if you look at, Re- if you play Resident Evil 4, I, I don't want to play that again right now until it's remastered. Right. So t- 10 out of 10, nine, 9.5, 10 out of 10 area. So, right. so, and Matt won't have a review for this because he has not played Resident Evil games. Um, so WASD and beyond is giving this a perfect score. Right. Um, Resident Evil 8 and 7 are really taking this series into new heights. Absolutely. And, we are excited to see where nine is going to go. So, um, yeah, for sure. I, I love this game. I can't wait for nine. Um, I think they did a very smart thing of uh, marketing it, the marketing it the way they did with Lady Dimitrescu, because that's what yeah. I, I didn't know there was going to be four houses. Yeah. And then, bam, yeah, no clue. four no. houses. Boom. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah. That's pretty so, neat. I liked it. So yeah, it's Resident Evil, dude. That's the episode. That's us. That that is us. Thank We've you for thank for, you for listening. <laughs> thank thank you for coming to our TED talk. We've gone for an hour and a half. Yeah. Um, you have more Mass Effect to play, don't you? I do. I absolutely do. Evan's itching to play Mass Effect. I am trying to figure out how I'm going to buy Mass Effect because I am oh, it's it's, it's another thing really quick before we end the episode. Yes. Days Gone just came out too for PC. Oh, did it? And it's getting fucking insane reviews oh yeah look at that it's available now it's getting insanely good reviews that's pretty sweet it's just thumbs up thumbs up thumbs up thumbs thumbs up i have to check it out like, people going please sony give us more ghost ghost tsushima fucking mm, last of yeah. us if ghost tsushima hits pc i am gonna cry but yeah all right cool well you ready to end this uh episode bud I currently am, yes. Cool. So off the top of my head, I'm going to say, please go check out these lovely people. So we're going to start with the Diggity Podcast. Then we're going to move our way to the Boss Rush Network. So we'll start with the Boss Rush Podcast. We're going to talk. We're going to fucking plug Arsenal X, Nintendo Power Block, Crossroads, uh, Land Party, Trash Talk, Rope Talk, Tower Casuals, Lore Together, Blocks Game Reviews, the uh, Console Crew, EXP Cast, Bad Bitches. Like, there's a lot of cool podcasts on there. Uh, clothing, 
let hit up uh youth energy final boss who else espionage hell on shirts there, there's there's way too much there's way too much uh check out you know no no we're not going to streamers I'll leave streamers for next time. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at flies.avi. You can find the podcast at beyond WASD. And obviously, if you listen to the show, you would you know that we release episodes every Wednesday and Friday with yes. potential bonuses now. Who knows? Maybe. We'll see. Evan? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at evan.hsl and uh, Twitch at ev0n1. Uh, for anything you want to uh, talk about. If you'd like to talk to me or, you know, talk about the show or anything like that, or you have any ideas or something like that, or you just want to give me a follow and look at none of the pictures on my page, because I have none, uh, follow me on Instagram. You'll, you'll be able to contact me better on there than you will on Twitch. I don't really stream on, on Twitch anymore, but I've been trying to figure out something to play other than Resident Evil Village, because I've already finished that. Maybe I'll play Days Gone now. Who knows? Oh, we'll dude. I, w- I would watch you play Days Gone. I, w- I want to play Days Gone. Well, then maybe that's going to happen. Um, so anyway, yeah, that's, that's all me. Thank you. Uh, thank you guys for listening to me ramble and Nick interject every now and then. <laughs> Listen, if I would have tried telling a story, I'd be like, uh, right. uh, 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 because I get so fucking nervous. I, you just talk so fast that you can't even forget it. You can't even like, you know, screw it up. But, uh, yeah, that's dude, us. Yeah, absolutely. Dude. So, all right, guys, we'll see you guys this Wednesday. And then, uh, yeah. That's it, man. We'll see you guys then. Peace. Take it easy, guys. Take it easy.